This audio is presented by Hacker Noon, where anyone can learn anything about any technology. Developing Games on Unity. Examining Approaches to Organizing Architecture. By Zerba Anastasia. Hi all. I am an experienced Unity developer. I decided top participate in the contest by Hacker Noon and Tatum Games. In the first article, I will discuss the architecture of Unity game development projects and go over the most common approaches I've encountered. And, of course, I will tell you why I'm such a masochist and why I came to my beloved HMVS, HMVP. P.S. All that is described here is a subjective opinion. Everyone needs to consider the specifics of development in the project as a whole, but in general, the best architecture is the one that does not exist and combines different approaches in a convenient and efficient style for the team. D-Mono Behavior and Component-Oriented Programming, COP. Let's start with the most basic approach used mostly by beginners. I don't want to say that this approach is bad, just that most developers are used to thinking in terms of OOP, object-oriented programming. Correct use of COP, component-oriented programming, requires a somewhat different mindset. At the same time, Unity's implementation of mono-behavior-based COP doesn't look ideal. So, the basic approach implies that the whole game will be built on a game object with mono-behavior components, which allows you to break up the different subsystems into small pieces and build the game from that. However, the devil is in the details. This approach leads to scaling difficulties, especially on large projects, unnecessary linking, reflexing problems under the hood of Unity, and a strong tie to the Unity API, which can cause problems later on, especially if you want to duplicate code on the Clienton server. Singleton. Singleton for management is the first and most horrible thing that may come to mind. In its essence, Singleton is an object contained in the scene or the entire project in a single instance, which is needed to bind and manage the separated systems in our game. A simple example of singleton, which I often see in junior developers on small projects, this will not lead to unnecessary problems. The larger the project, the worse it will be to control. Not to mention memory leaks, singleton leads to issues with building tests, organizing multi-threading, and two long scripts, often seen in novice developers. Here is a little bit about how singleton organization usually looks like, and is far from being the most correct. So, how do you know if singleton is evil? When it binds all the logic in your game and controls everything. When a bunch of links is thrown directly into it. When its size gets huge. When you've already shot your foot off in debugging or memory management, especially if singleton is a game object. When is it better to use a singleton? Smaller projects. When memory management is not a problem, and you manage events instead of forwarding direct links. For small systems, for example, to manage audio or as an endpoint acquisition for analytics systems. Now let s discuss D-containers. D-containers and fucking Zenject. Oh oh. Many people are pushing for Zenject and implementing dependencies using Audi container. In fact, many people use this huge framework as a regular singleton. As usual, I've seen it on projects. In its essence, a D-container is needed to put references and resolve dependencies in the final objects. The simplest example from the same Zenject this approach is good, but only until things start to get complicated the D container is essentially the same as singleton but improved, which creates bindings to the container itself. Very often, kilometer-long installer classes are created that do dependency bindings. Difficult for newcomers to understand at the expense of more separation of responsibility, though a well-scalable approach later on. Difficult to debug due to containers and ubiquitous bindings. It's very easy to turn an ordinary D container into a service locator. Of course, D containers are a good way to organize code in the right hands, but you need a high level of training to keep things from descending into bacchanalia. MVC in its pure form. Why in its pure form? 
because it's easy enough to understand. We have a controller, model, and view to organize a project. But as long as there is MVC, there are as many subtypes of it as there are MVP, MVVM, etc. But for now we will focus on a basic and accessible to all examples. The benefits are obvious. We separate the control, user input, from the data and from the view, what the user sees on the screen. Communication is usually event-driven and initialized in the application container. This removes the need for much cohesion. We only communicate with events. However, there are some disadvantages here as the project scales, our installation class application, the same container, grows. MVC's horizontal arrangement creates a vast number of different classes loosely connected to each other. Now let's discuss another approach. MVC in containers. Another possible scenario is to link our MVC triad into a D container. This way, we can better control the connections between the applications, but it is very easy to turn everything into a service locator. The approach is different because instead of linking controllers with events, we resolve our controllers through a container and then work with events. However, all the same, problems arise here as with the usual DI container, but there is an increased complexity of occurrence and more classes created. However, we separate the representation, models, and controllers. HMVC, HMVP. This is where I would like to talk a bit longer, as I, as a masochist, have grown quite fond of this approach. With it, we create a tree-like division O4 MVC, which gives several advantages despite the greatly increasing codebase. So, let's look at the interaction scheme I use most often. How does it work? Initially, we create an empty scene with game installer, which will load containers for each scene separately. The game installer class itself stores the global, top-level, triads that are usually responsible for large systems, for example, audio handling, and stores the general events for the whole game's lifecycle. Then game installer loads the scene container you need, which initializes the top-level triads inside itself, for example, a generic player controller, and that, in turn, will initialize child controllers inside itself, for example, a canon controller. And so goes on descending. All branches communication occurs exclusively through events and dynamic fields. It sounds complicated, but it's much simpler. This approach allows us to separate all the triads easily while maintaining an adequate contextual connection between their children. Initializing each presenter starts with getting the context of events from the parent. I see several advantages in this approach. Project scenes can be loaded almost instantly, and our objects, including the view, can be initialized on demand as our tree is loaded. If we don't need to load a view with settings or a game store before we send an event, we don't store anything other than the event. Tight structuring and isolation of individual triads. Weak cohesion due to events. Dynamic at the expense of events. Fairly easy to debug on triad branches rather than through containers. There are a few drawbacks if you need to thread an event through a tree of 20 triads, it's going to be a fairly lengthy undertaking, but the approach involves good initial design. Large codebase for the project, though well-structured. If you need to tie branches together, this could be a great challenge for you to throw events through a dozen classes. In general, HMVC, HMVP is needed for well-organized projects with high isolation of subsystems, high memory requirements, and game resources. But it might take longer to get used to it than other approaches. Conclusion. Each approach to organizing a project has its place. It all just depends on the design goal. If you need tight architecture and fast memory handling and need fast and dynamic resources, take HMVC. If you need to quickly prototype your project without fuss, write everything in singletons. Thank you for listening to this Hackernoon story, read by Artificial Intelligence. Visit hackernoon.com to read, write, learn and publish.